Oh, he really recorded. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't ready, but okay, that's all right. That's all right. All right, y'all. So, welcome back to another episode of the Red and Wine Podcast. <laughs> Where we are reading, drinking, and discussing this awesome book called The Nickel Boys by Colson Whitehead. And on this week's episode, we are discussing chapter five through nine. <sighs> All right, y'all. Oh, sorry. My name is Kiana. Living it. Oh, and I'm TP. And I'm Tiffany. <laughs> All right, y'all. So we're going to get into it, chapter five through nine. So let's start with five. Oh, I was not expecting this chapter five. I feel like CC oh. and Jazz, they set us up because they, oh, they already read past. You know, I felt that too as I was reading. I said, come on now. Hmm. I was waiting for that <laughs> moment where it's like, thank you. But all right. Not a thing. Not a thing. Okay. I think this well, is just... the episode we see what he's doing in his day-to-day at mm-hmm. Nickel. So mm-hmm. he's, they basically, the boys go to school Mm-hmm. where they're not really learning much of anything, um, especially Elwood, who is like right. super smart. And he's mm-hmm. like, this is not doing anything for me. Um, and so then he starts, he asks the teacher if he can get some advanced work. And one of the boys in the class is like, you really think you gonna get some advanced work like that was funny i was like well dang you don't think there's a possibility i guess not um anyways and then they go to work you know they work and they cleaning up the grounds they doing all sorts of stuff right and i i, I noticed in this in this book in this chapter i said this book with this chapter oh el will make some friends and i'm like okay we introduced to what's his name? I wrote Turner. down the names Turner and Desmond. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, we'll we get some friends around here. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the whole situation about the books, I was just like, oh my gosh, like, this don't seem like it's. Well, I guess later on we found out it's a reformatory school. I didn't know that before then. Y'all know that? Mm-hmm. Like, it was yes. a reformatory yeah. type school. I didn't yes. catch that until later on, but I don't want to get too ahead of myself. But I was just like, Elwood is like so out of his element. I just kept thinking like, like he is just so out of it. Like he is, he want these books. He got like the black books, the colored section, and the white mm-hmm. boys on this side. And like you said about the books, he he asked for a, a updated set of books, and it's like, okay, I don't think Elwood's gonna get these books. <laughs> yeah, the teacher said, yeah, we'll but look into that for you. Time, he he did talk to that teacher about going you know getting moved up into you know more accelerated schooling and that one mm-hmm. teacher did say he's going to try to do it for him yeah. he's going to try to make that happen because that's the teacher that knew that he was different in the beginning right. and right. knew you know that this kid don't belong here right and no right. remember who said i heard about you he'd already heard about elwood right and he knew that he was in part so he's gonna i think he's gonna end up getting put into that into the class scene and the schooling that he wants later on in the book. But yeah. you know, stuff got real after that. So oh, yeah. Yeah, stuff got real. I and almost then, wanna like skip and then come back and check the five. <laughs> he got so yeah, real. I there wasn't really too much in chapter five though, really. No, I just noticed well, 
he got he got teased a little early in chapter five mm. after lunch he got teased him a little bit because some of the things that he said is the way he was eating remember though he was eating his food yeah and they were like laughing at him you know the little ugly bully boys was laughing yeah, at him, making right. him laugh. mm. yeah it's like your classic like it's like your classic like nerdy kid scene in like a movie when he's going through the lunch hall trying to find a place to sit and everybody's like no you can't sit here here. you can't sit here this is like Mm -hmm. then he goes sit in the table with the little kids and they're like what you doing over here i'm like (laughs) rejected by the little kids i was like oh no dang (laughs) there's no space for you here i was like if you don't if you don't drink your juice box leave me alone okay <laughs> but eventually, I think this is when he had. Isn't this when he goes to sit with Turner? Is this? Yeah, he, he meets, sits he at meets his Turner. table. I think that's where he kind of meets the bullies. Uh, I think I wrote, yeah. I wrote the names down: Griff, Griff, Lonnie, and Black Mike. He kind of meets all of them mm-hmm. at the same time. And I guess Turner kind of befriended him and was like, "Dude, why are you chewing like that?" Yeah. Yeah. I ain't like that. <laughs> yeah. But from this chapter, I guess you saw what they were doing. Yeah. Outside. I'm like, as that's why I said I I didn't get it at first because I'm like, they outside picking cotton. What y'all doing? Picking picking cotton, but picking whatever they was picking. They were or something. They was picking something and, and, and breaking up stuff and doing like outside chores. I'm like, what is this? What kind of school is this? Like what? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I thought I thought I took away from that like that's kind of like your modern day slavery type situation. Well, I ain't gonna say modern day, but that was like some low key slavery type stuff. I was like, so you got all the black people working out and working out in the fields, and then you had the White House, and then you had the horse. Well, not well, not horsemen. What it's called the housemen. They are kind of like little little masters. They watching everything that was going on. I'm just like, well, okay, this sounds like yeah. some low key. Slave, master, and slave type type situation, but okay. Just craziness happening. Yeah. Yep. Look at that. You're not crazy, girl. Mm-hmm. Now you moved on and to chapter six. It, it uh, not really a lot happened, but um, it was like the same. Just his day to day. Right. Yeah. Just day to day. Five and six. Five and six were short chapters. Chapter seven, seven was, was long. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna say on the audiobook, chapter seven was like seven minutes. You that went by quick. I was like, that's all of chapter seven? Yeah, it wasn't a lot. Yeah. It was not a lot. Was, and then chapter eight was thirty-four pages. So it wasn't even it was it was like that. And I was like, dang, these two chapters was long. Right. Five and six were short. So it wasn't really too much happening except the same stuff. When you got chapter seven, it got real. Right. Well, chapter six. Well, I, yeah, you're right. Six. This is when we find out started. the beatings. Right. Yeah. Six yeah. So before we get to number six, are y'all, we found a thoughts on chapter five. I know not too much happened, but I guess just kind of getting inside of Elwood's day to day, him learning the system and, you know, I guess fooling around what's going on, getting his foot in a little bit, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, let me look, look, look. I got notes. Let me get on my nose. <laughs> Turn the page. Turn the page. <laughs> all right. I take the meaning of chapter six. But all right, so chapter six. 
Well, let's back back. Chapter five, he got he tried to stood up for that little boy Corey. I don't know if y'all remember that scene when they got when they, they, the with the yeah that's how he yeah that's how he got in trouble. I was like, all right, let's bring that in. That's the, so that leads into chapter six mm-hmm. on what the punishment was, which I'm just like, I don't know. When I was reading chapter six, I was like, God, oh, Elwood. It's just like Elwood is like. He's one of those people where he just tries to stay out of trouble. He ain't trying to do nothing, trying to do the right thing, and then it just backfired. I'm just like, yeah. oh, I was getting played throughout this book. I'm not, not happy. I mean, he's just <laughs> nice. He just, yes, he's just too nice. Too nice. And it's he, just, he ain't got no street smarts. It's like you can't be getting at all. business. Like that's not a thing. At all, because even though he was doing he was doing the right thing, yeah. it's like you got to be aware of your surroundings, baby. Do you not see what's going on? Like they had already told you about this back room where people get beaten. So like I need, I wouldn't want to do anything that would cause me to get to get taken back there. Mm-mm. I just prayed for little man. <clears throat> kept him pushing. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Pretty much. I walked out that bathroom like I didn't I see. Before. I can't nothing. fight. You know you can't fight Elwood. Why would you even try to do the right thing? Like that meme. What is you doing, baby? Right. It's just like, I don't know. It's like when I was reading that, I was just like, I don't Elwood. I was like, no, don't. And I'm like, he's going to do it anyway. I wasted my breath. (laughs) Then I'm thinking back to the previous chapters where you know he felt so proud in the stand and stuff so i'm like maybe he he thought this was like his moment like you know i'm gonna take this moment i'm gonna stand up for somebody because somebody getting bullied it's like you get beat up and get in trouble like yeah and he, he's like well that's not right you know and i'm like we know it's not right like right. but you can't be intervening in every situation you know that's not gonna be good for you so. mm-hmm. I don't know, but they get put, they get all dragged out to this uh, warehouse in chapter six. Mm-hmm. And then this is when we see them get beat. And Elwood is counting the lashes uh, for each boy. He's trying to see if it's like an even number, like how many can he expect? <laughs> He's just trying to anticipate it, you know? Which I feel like I would have done the same thing. Like, yeah. all right, so he got about 20. So, not really in it like that. Maybe right. I should get less than that. Yeah. It's like, oh snap, but, oh boy got like 60. Oh, he got 60. Like, Another one got 70. But, yes, but <laughs> what I kept saying is they would keep that machine on loud so you couldn't hear the screaming and how many lashes. So sometimes he wasn't able to hear very well who right. was getting what. So that loud, that loud of yeah, it was a fan. Going, that mm-hmm. fan yeah, that, that big fan industrial type fan. Yeah. Yeah. To try to, you know, muffle the sound. Then on top of that, Arrow, you the only one out of them that think was black, correct? Wasn't he the only black boy that was getting getting I don't beat? Know. I was... And that's why they say him for last. And during his beating, they were calling him N N I G G E R. Uh-huh. They didn't mention him right. call that. Mm. So you know, I, I can't remember. I just figured they were black. That's what I figured. I figured they were black. Now there, I wrote down Corey, and then there's another name here, but my Lonnie. Lonnie. 
That's what it was. Lonnie. Yeah, Tori, Lonnie and um, Black Mike. Black Mike. That's what it was. Yeah. I think they're all black, though. Now, yeah, they, they could be getting beat for different reasons. They may not all have been involved in that one incident with Elwood, but maybe this is like the lashings for the evening. Don't, I don't know, though. Well, those the other ones mentioned, two of them were troublemakers, and they were well-known troublemakers. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. wasn't their first time. They already mm-hmm. had already said that. So yeah. them right. two went in there, you know, with a smirk attitude from the beginning, even though they knew that they was going to get beat. Right. Elwood and that other one that was scared, the one that was getting bullied was terrified. Mm-hmm. Him, the one that went before Elroy, he was absolutely terrified. Because cool. he was the one that was getting yeah. bullied. And he seemed like the weakest link out of all of them, even even weaker than El- Elwood. And he mm-hmm. got beat really bad. Really bad. Yep. And they tripped me out how how did uh, how chapter 6 ended was El- Elwood saying and they went in there, they took me in to get beat, and, he, and then he couldn't count the licks, because he didn't know how many licks he got, he, he passed count. out. Yeah, he passed out. I, I, I wrote that down. I, I wrote that down. I was like, this made me mad. I was like, that God, made me so mad. Like, I'll beat this boy till he passed out. What kind yeah. of then, What kind of like, you got? Right, and then I just wonder, like, anything else happened to Elwood? Because he passed out. So when he passed out, he knew he was getting whooped and beat. It's like I wonder if anything else happened to him while he mm. was passed out. Which of course I don't think I don't know. Well, we didn't really go into all that, but that yeah. was just my mind wondering. Right. Like I just wonder if anything else happened to Elwood that he just don't remember. Mm-hmm. You know? He passed out. They could have done anything to him. He passed That's out. True. I, I think it did. Because they told him the, the guys the, he had advice to make sure you stand still, don't move. Because if you move, they have a stitching in the belt, and it'll latch onto your flesh and pull mm-hmm. your flesh. Elwood mm-hmm. didn't move. He even said he didn't move, and he was biting the bed, holding onto the bed firmly and not moving. Mm-hmm. But when he woke up, when you go into going, because chapter six ended when I'm saying he passed out. But when you go into chapter seven, as soon as it starts, it says that while he's, when they took him to the ward, he had pieces of flesh that were hanging on his side mm. and on his scroll. So if he wasn't moving, how would he get those types of injuries? So right. I'm thinking after he was passed out, they did, they continued to beat him. They continued to beat him worse and worse and worse yeah. for him not to be able to walk and got to be hospitalized for days and days and days. And then for them to put, oops, I'm not even going to get started with the aspirin. But then for oh, them to say, yes, and then for them to say, the doctor to come in and say, oh, they got you bad. Yeah. They got you bad. He was worse off than the right. rest of them. And then for them to say his flesh was hanging in between his thighs and Oof. on his scrotum, I'm like, oh. Right. Well, what's even worse is, um, well, it's all bad, but yeah. We- I like that the we get a picture of in chapter six we're like you know we're introduced to this place where these these boys are getting beat at and you know you got a bloody mattress and you got straps down there and and you know I'm just like man this is this is like an uh, this is the place where people are getting beat and they're struggling and they can't get, you know nobody's gonna help them anyway mm-hmm. but there's no 
there's no any kind of order to this. It's just like everybody gets on the same mattress and they don't really care what it looked like, what it smelled like, whatever. You just mm-hmm. gonna get beat. Right. Know? I think they went into saying that they would saw like old blood stains and stuff mm-hmm. on the mattress and stuff. So it's like, oh, you just know that had to stink. You just oh, know yeah. that was not clean. Mm-hmm. Very unsanitary. And like it just it was so sad because it's like Coel would didn't even I just kept thinking he wasn't supposed to be in the situation anyway. Yeah. He wasn't even supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. The fact that he wanted up all the way there and got beat, it's just like, what? The worst. He got worst. the worst beat. And I think yeah. they did that because he was new. He I new. really do. I think they did that because he was new. Like you said, Lonnie and Black Mike, they already been out been there, done that. They're like, all right, bro, come on, give me this, this little beating. You know, come on, do what you got to do. But like little Corey, and Elwood, Elwood was, they were fresh. Mm-hmm. He had never been there. He never got any trouble up to that point. Nothing. And it's just like, I think they gave him the worst beating because he was new and, you know, how to teach him a lesson. One of those type situations. Like, okay, this yeah. is going to be your last time coming in here or it should be your last time coming in here. Mm-hmm. So, so so I this think, is what yeah. happens when you speak up or this is what happens when you do X, Y, and Z. You know? Right, right. Wasn't that called the White House? Because I think I have that in my notes. Was it called I, the White House? I don't think that was the White House. Um, or like a basement type area in the White House, maybe? Yeah, it's it was a different... I don't know if it was different as far as location-wise, but right. later on, we're introduced to what is the White House. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, also, I hated the way that the nurse... The, that nurse that nurse mm-hmm. not even less long the doctor mm-hmm. of course the doctor laid himself like like the boy that was with him what was it the little boy that would start talking to him in the wheelchair when he was there the little boy that was know. cracking jokes like well his friend like, turner yeah turner mm-hmm. turner was yeah. like wait yeah. Fonsi, see you going you going, you going in chapter forward. seven you <laughs> going forward <laughs> yeah that's what i was like, like Hold up. We won't get too much away, CC. Hold on. <laughs> Y'all ready to wrap up chapter six? Oh, yeah. We ready. All right. Well, let's move on to chapter seven. CC is already in it. Well, there was some. They had in chapter seven, before <laughs> we get to that, they were talking about kind of, uh, I think, Harriet, which is, is that Elwood's grandmother? grandmother. Yes. So yeah. Did, some background into that situation and kind of what happened with his parents as well. But that, but mm-hmm. that was after, like, a chapter seven starts out him waking up, and that whole first part is about him being in, in the hospital ward. They don't get to grandma and her daughter and husband and that story until after they go through the whole hospital scene with Elwood and Turner. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of after. Well, that's not what how I wrote it down. But <laughs> see, I got that happening first. Yeah, because we get introduced to that, and then they get to the nurse stuff. Because you know why? Because I didn't even know who they were talking about. I was like, who's Harriet? Right. Then, I was they, like, what's happening? He just got beat up. What happened to that? Right. And then they were talking about his parents. They gave the parents' names. Wait. I wrote it down. Hold on. Evelyn um, and Percy. Percy. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah, I was like, Evelyn who are these people? Yes. And now, then I was like, oh, okay, this is the kind of the, I guess, introducing the, right. you know, his parents and then his grandmother. 
but wasn't yeah. it wasn't really a lot. It was just kind of their background, and then um, that Percy, yep. his dad, got like a job opportunity in California. He said he was going to try their luck in California, and they were Evelyn was like, "All right, let's go get the boy," and he's like, "No, nah, just leave him." And I was like, "Oh." It's cold. I'm like, oh. messed up. You're like, okay. So right. that's kind of how he gets to be with his grandmother. Is you know. Oh, okay. Them two were inseparable since then, because you know the parents left. Right. Literally. And I guess I say that yeah. brought back to how I was thinking. She felt like she had to protect him because the parents just took off. They was like, well, mm-hmm. you gonna go do their thing in California and left him here with me. Yeah. But um, yeah. That that. That part even kind of bothered me because, mm-hmm. like, the mama, it said that the mama was strong until Percy was around. Mm-hmm. When Percy was around, she did everything that he said. She never spoke up for herself or anything. And that bothered me. And then how the grandmother said that she would look at her daughter while she was breastfeeding Elwood and see the look of just nothing, no feeling, mm-hmm. no emotion. She would just, the mom would just stare off in space or to the window like mm-hmm. she had no connection with Elwood whatsoever no no connection with that baby at all from day one mm-hmm. that she had him and that's why I feel like it was so easy for them to pack up in the middle of the night and leave in the him. middle of the night not even gonna wait till morning that's messed up and even the grandma was like who get who leaves for a job in the middle of the night to California right yeah who does that? Yeah, and then you don't want me to wake up your baby so you can say bye? Right. Do y'all think it was really you think it was really a, a job opportunity? Him? Right. And then you just assumed that I was just gonna say, Yeah, I'll keep him. Like you ain't even asked. Right. You just was like, We out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We leave it baby. I don't think I don't really know if there's really a job opportunity. I think it was just a, at all. a reason to leave. To yeah. escape and be and start something new somewhere else. They went to California. They could be in the next town over for all we know. It's like, right. mm-hmm. no, y'all just sorry parents. You sorry and you selfish. Right. And that's why I mean, Elwood is meant to be great. I mean, because, I guess, yeah. just to prove you wrong. Yes, mm-hmm. it'd be like that. I mean, maybe, she, like you said, maybe she just, I mean, all, all women ain't meant to be moms. So, Maybe she just didn't have that connection with the baby. Maybe she, you know, she just wanted to be with Percy all by herself and not have the kid in the middle. That could be that could be the case. You know, like yeah. you said, how could you just leave something like I just couldn't leave something I gave birth to. But you know, okay. you may not have that instinct, that motherly instinct. Right. So but like you said, I feel like it definitely was no job. I feel like they just took off and was like, yeah. Let's, mm-hmm. let's go away. Yeah. Hope we get to find out yeah. more. I hope we get to find out what happened with the parents. I do because they left that alone and didn't go, yeah. go deeper into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it present to past. It goes present to past. Present to past. Present yeah. to past. See, that's and how. I'll be like, wait a minute. I want to know what happened next. And you're going to take me back. Okay. They were like, hold up. Wait a minute. You don't get that yet. Let's, let's, right. let's take yeah. something else first. <laughs> See, that's why me and Tiff was confused when they started talking about Harry. I'm like, wait, wait, whoa. Let me yeah. write this down. Who's Harry? Who's Harry? What's that? Who's, right. who's, who's Percy? I had, 
I had to remember, oh, that's grandmama. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Right. Caught, they caught up to the ones they were talking when they mentioned Elwood. I was like, oh, so this must be the grandma and these the parents. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Got it. Then we, we kind of go, I said, I didn't, they kind of talk about how um, Mr. Marconi, which, is he the lawyer? No, nah, he was the, yeah. he the lawyer? Mr. Marconi was the, um, the store owner at Elwood worked for. Oh, yeah, 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 was yeah. It? Yeah, he was. Yeah. So he, he talks about Mr. Marconi and Harriet were trying to, basically, they're trying to do everything they can to get Elwood out of there. Yeah, um, I think they did yeah. have a, they do have a lawyer. Mm-hmm. They hired yeah, they a lawyer. Mr. Marconi was the owner. Was. Okay, was the owner of the shop. Name, mm-hmm. but he was he was he was a white guy, but he believed in Elwood's potential. Right. So he backed him hundred percent. They described him as someone that every time he would come to Harriet's house, she wouldn't let him leave without cooking him a meal and feeding mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Like that's how much faith they had in him, and that's how much I guess. She was close, yeah. close to him, and, and believed him. Mm-hmm. Let's hope he disappoint me. I'll be upset. Yeah, yeah. Um, Harriet tries to visit Elwood one day, like early that, on. That was after, after that was the after beatings. beatings. And she, that, that right there. He could. She couldn't visit him, and she's like, "Well, why?" And I forget the answer that it was. Do y'all remember? He said that? he was sick. He was sick. He was sick. I'm like, and then when she asked, and then when she asked, well, sick of how is he sick? What's what's wrong with him? He was like, lady, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I said, crazy. I'm about sick of this book. <laughs> I'm about sick of it. Yeah, I was really, I, I was really upset. Was I was like, yeah. I just kept thinking, Lord, if she would have got to him, that, that really would have been the end of the book. She would have snatched him up out of there. I just mm-hmm. felt like Rainy yeah. was gonna go down like, "You ain't gonna do this to my to my grandson." I've been to snatch him up out of the school. That, but that's what worries me. If she would have seen him and she to try to do that, she's still just a black woman. And to that's them, true. this is like his little prison sentence. So that's she true. couldn't just take him up out of there. And she I feel could. they would have done something to her. And then they'll just told everybody pretty much, "Oh, he ran away." Yeah, right, right. we don't know what. Happened. Right. Like they were telling the other kids that didn't make it out of the beatings, they said they would tell them that they ran away. Mm-hmm. That's true. Girl, that just broke my little heart. I was like, oh my God. People oh, sitting no there, kids there. I guess, you know, not knowing the situations and, and what's going on in them school, in that school. Yeah. And it's just the fact that you send your kid, they know what happened to your kid, but you you like your kid just ran away and that's it that's all the answer that you have your kid probably gone dead somewhere then beat the death and yeah just, you just don't know nothing well, and it's then, like back in that, that day actually, back in that day they didn't have no technology or nothing like that right so it's not like you couldn't find the kid or do anything in your power because of course there was the racial thing so it's like mm-hmm. was stuck i'm just like oh my god at one point, they did mention that, you know, a lot of those kids come from broken homes and parents really aren't looking for them anyway. So they were just yeah. like, oh, they're not ever going to come looking for this kid. So right. do what yep. do. Right. So we, we get to the point where he's in the hospital 
we see that the nurse doesn't care a lick about pretty much anybody. <laughs> um, but mostly in this case, we're looking at Elwood and he's just, she's just like, yeah, whatever. You know, <laughs> she just doesn't care. Um, okay. Like most of the, the staff in there, we see the nurse and the doctor, but I seem like there's not really, you know, of course there's yeah. nothing care going on. Right, that, doc, there. that doctor tripped me out. With that oh, aspirin. Okay, that's it. There's two aspirins, that's it. That's your remedy for everything? Two aspirins. Mm -hmm. So you can get then, one aspirin or two. Okay, then talking about how he was on the phone with the wife. I'm like, you're supposed to be a doctor seeing these patients up in here. Yeah, they're mm -hmm. boys, but whatever. Are you? Are you about on the phone with your wife? Yeah. What's up? About the cousin that's asking for a home loan and just. Is this guy even a doctor though? Like. Yeah, he's a doctor. Like, is he a legit doctor? Like, like a legit doctor. Like, or is this somebody they said this is the doctor? Right. I don't even know. No telling. With this situation, no telling. Yeah. I wouldn't even run it past. I'd be like, you know what? It makes sense. These ain't even real staff Turner people. Said, Turner said, uh, brings in NIVD word boy in with the two arms cut off and, and, and one leg cut off. Would that be one or two aspirin? Okay. No, but what did y'all think about Turner uh, eating the soap pile so he gets into the... You know <laughs> what? Like, isn't it sad that you got to go through that much length in order to like just escape for a little bit? Right. Okay. Yeah. That's sad. I'm like that speaks volumes, Joe. He did. He did what he had to do. Get away from his current every day to day situation. I'm like, yeah. Oh my god. And apparently the vote is hard because he said, "I don't want to work today. I don't want to go through that." Right. And that's when he did it and and put mm -hmm. the soap. That's when Elwood seen him actually do it, pull it yeah. from his sock. Mm -hmm. swallow it and literally five minutes later he was in pain from whatever that soap powder is made of must be something crucial right because he was in pain immediately and then he said it only lasts an hour and he gets a whole day or two uh, of rest that he mm -hmm. would not have gotten mm -hmm. and the doctor and then, kept telling him about the food yeah he said don't eat the food yeah yes let's talk about the boy we never found out who he was behind the curtain yes i wonder if he's gonna come up again i wonder i hope he does because the doctor was nice he said they talked to him in a way the nurse didn't talk to him ugly like she did the black boys mm -hmm. how much i want to um, bet that, that that boy was white oh yeah he had to be yeah. but they said he was terminal that's the phrasing they used he was terminal right so that made me think he's dying he's not gonna make it and they know it and that's why he's being treated that way hmm. or perhaps but still if he were black they wouldn't care if he was dying so he right. would still get treated crap right but the way reading the bible to him and mm -hmm. right. going and they wouldn't let anybody see him that's yeah. what tripped me out. like why was he so secretive right. i'm thinking that think that maybe he was black and they didn't want people to see them being that kind to a black kid so they always kept him hidden hmm. like no one else had curtains around their bed but he did and when they would go in there they would make sure you can't see who they were talking to so it's like why are they hiding him i don't i don't understand that if he's hmm. just another white kid that's dying, why is he being hidden hmm. I, I never understood that <laughs> <laughs> this is silly <laughs> Well, because I mean, I, I I thought he was white. 
mean, that's just straight out the gate. That's I'm what I was sorry. thinking. I'm yeah. like, they treat him with kind of like they read the Bible to him, giving him his privacy. I'm like, oh, he white. Mm-hmm. So, I see, see with the perspective. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I think he could be related to somebody. Like one of the people that's in charge or something. Maybe he's a, yeah. a, a son of one of them and they don't, maybe he's somebody that nobody knows about and they trying to quietly like let him go quietly in peace. I don't know. <laughs> We don't know, but like I said, I hope we find out like what happened. What happened? Because yeah. then he disappeared. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. did he die? Well, that would you make know, sense with your know, with your theory with him having cancer. Yeah, maybe he died. Yeah, yeah, because he had yeah in the middle of the night, even so, when Elwood wakes up, there's just a folded bed, and like it's like he just left. In the it's like they even night. snuck him out. They right. knock him out tonight. Like, come yeah. on. Right. What's going on? I know, but this, this place got too many secrets. Y'all don't do much. Yeah. They had too many things. Too secrets many things. and shady. We Just... did see, like, was reading a pamphlet while he was there about mm-hmm. Nickel. And it started in 1899 is when it opened. And, mm-hmm. you know, it soon got support from the state so they're giving money to fund this whole process um mm-hmm. and we see that they take as little as five-year-olds into this place and you're mm-hmm. just like what in the world what kind of place and is then it? you see um and then you see that and then you see that they um, make the boys take pictures they make the boys take pictures every mm-hmm. year and they show the pictures of them yeah. And the boys are smiling, but at the same time that they're smiling, Elwood says that he can see in their eyes this the lost, yeah. dead look mm-hmm. in in their eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Just insane. This this was. They made them smile. Yeah. Pretty much, they made Basically. them act like this. They're so happy there. Because the pamphlet made other people on the outside think that this is such a great place and your kid is excelling and thriving. Mm-hmm. And how it put it, that when they leave there, they're going to be a respectable, great, successful citizen. Mm-hmm. No, they're going to be broken if they, if they make it. Yeah. They make it. They're going to be broken. Yeah. Like, if, you're, if you got to make these babies pretend to smile for a picture because yeah. you know they're miserable, mm-hmm. it's, it's like crazy. It's and then right. the fact that it, Named something else before the Florida Institute for Boys or something, and then it got changed to Nickel because of the old guy, the Nickel guy, yeah, mm-hmm. the, that formed the place. Mm-hmm. And then they said that Elwood said he would see the picture of that guy on the wall, and he looked like he was looking at you like, I know what you're going through, or I know what you're thinking about mm-hmm. me, and I know what you're thinking mm-hmm. about this place because they said the boys would call it. The, the place where um, it expresses what they're all worth. Yeah. Just a nickel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. And this was a good chapter. It was a good chapter. It was. Lots of good stuff in here. Turner was talking about, um, he thought, you know, maybe people were, his perspective on people uh, between the free world and being in here. And he's like, you know, I thought they were different, but it turns out everybody's just the same. Um, and, you know, of course, 
that his perspective changed after he had been there because he had been here before. So, right. yeah, so it's just, that's another atonement to just say that how much this place really breaks you down and gives you a different look on life and not the best look on life that you could have had before you got there. Right. Craziness. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the first, I think I wrote down, I wrote down scared. I think mm-hmm. this is when we first see Elwood being scared. Or, you know, because of what happened to him and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think he really was scared. Yeah. I mean, he has every right to be scared. Yeah, every right. You know what's going to happen. I'm trying um, to see. I can't remember. Did he say he was scared? Or did he mumble that? He said he was scared. I wrote that down. I can't remember if he said it or this author. I don't, I don't really remember. I don't um, remember. But. If Elwood said it, I mean, he, like you said, he has every right to be scared. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I mean, um, after that, after that beating and him laying up in the hospital all that long time, can't walk, mm-hmm. scars, flesh gone. I mean, he has every every right, every right to be scared. While they're in there, um, Turner gives him advice, like, "Listen, just graduate and walk out of this place." And he also tells it, no one's going to help you. Because when we were talking about earlier, Elwood was like, you know, you know, Mr. Marconi and his, his grandmother trying to get him out of there. And mm-hmm. he mentions this to Turner and he's like, man, no one's going to help you. Just try to survive this and just try to walk out of here. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even in that part, Elwood was still like, oh man, I'm sure they can help you get out too. That's when mm-hmm. he was like, Nah, bro, ain't nobody gonna okay, get out no of here. One's coming. Look, no one's coming to help. No one's coming for help. Yeah. He's in such denial. Sometimes I was like, Elwood. Yeah. Do you, think this, do you think that's just him being innocent, 14, naive, nerdy? Yeah, but how long is it gonna take him to see? You are not at home. Okay, you are not in yeah. Candace anymore, Dorothy. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you right about that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean You're right about that. It's coming. Eventually he's gonna Eventually it's coming. Yeah. Chapter five through nine wasn't it. But eventually it's coming. I'm sorry. I'm, the, the the almost being beat to death would have done it for me. Oh I'm yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's sure. You beat me to the point where I passed out and can't walk? Yes. After that, I've been like, you know what? I might not get out of here alive. I better just breathe and move as they say. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's Can't nobody help me but God at this point. Yeah. Man. Was it this chapter or chapter eight? I won't get too far ahead. Where Desmond was giving him tips on how to survive. You know, Desmond was... Was it Desmond? That was eight. Oh, eight. Okay, I'm getting too far. But yeah, Desmond was giving him tips on how to kind of mm-hmm. move up. Well, like at the end of chapter seven, we see that he finally gets to see his grandmother and he can't really tell her what's going on. Um, yeah. So he's just like, oh yeah, everything's fine, you know? Right. Uh, which hurt me. I'm like, oh man. You know, because up until then, he's been 
honest and really open with his grandmother and he can't he, he can't really say anything about this situation so i feel like and he said he said that he it would break her with his yeah. words mm-hmm. yeah and that couldn't do that to her because she would be in mental torture of knowing that he was going through that in that place. right right and she is a grandmother i mean that could affect her health-wise mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff especially if she can't do Man. anything about it right yeah and he, he didn't want to cause that. Right. So mm. even now, he's trying to protect his grandmother and her feelings, you know. Still trying to be strong, you know. Yeah. I'll give him that. Yeah. He's, you know, he's trying to be strong and be like, I know I went through this, but I definitely can't tell my grandma. Like you said, I was going to hurt her a lot more than what it hurt him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. What he went through was... But... Like you said, if, yeah, it, but, if it hurt him, you know, it probably would hurt her worse. Yeah. And, it um, would, because I feel like that he got beat to death, but that could get her beat to death as well, especially right. if her reaction is what she wants. Mm-hmm. Right. You can tell how I talk to her when she simply asked what was wrong with him. Right. Yeah. Like, and he probably it, didn't want to miss up the moment. Yeah. Him seeing his grandma, you know. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. if he hadn't seen her in a while. It wasn't number of guys that I wasn't born in that time. Because, honey, my mouth? What, what you mean you don't know what's wrong with my back? You don't, you, what you mean you don't know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Furniture moving, all kind of stuff up in that place. And, and then, I, didn't, I was, I've been, I've been one of them people back then that got killed quickly and early because I didn't understand why people were acting <laughs> this way. I don't understand. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Because you're not talking I mean, that's not funny, but that's funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I, I probably would have lasted to age 12, maybe. Yeah. That's when, that's when I think I've been starting popping off. Mm-hmm. What you mean I can't here? Why not? I'm hungry. What you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to go through the back. To the back what? Okay. You want me to sit on the back well? The back, the back of the bus. What? Ooh. I ain't going back there. This is cool. right there. <laughs> my stop is next. I'm going to the back of the bus. I'm about to get off in two seconds. Excuse me. Okay. No. Okay. I tell you the, the 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 what you call the colored water fountain. Y'all don't clean that one good. I want to use y'all. It's clean. Got this brown water coming out of our water fountain, and you want me to use that? One. No. You see. Oh I'm a wine gone, girl. I- Look. <laughs> oh my gosh. Y'all, it's crazy. Uh, oh man. All right. <laughs> final thoughts for chapter seven. Final points. Mm-mm. All right, y'all. Let's move on on to chapter eight. Chapter eight. Chapter eight. Well, chapter eight, I almost thought too far ahead, but chapter eight, we meet a new character, Hopper. I don't know why I, say, I like to see it. I like to say Hopper like that. Like, just, uh, we met Hopper. And, um, you know, did we meet Jamie? This chapter, well, we met Jamie in chapter yeah. six, seven. Maybe. Jamie yeah. was, a little, was a little Hispanic guy that kept getting transferred. Yeah. Now, listen, they kind of, 
they don't know what to do with this Hispanic kid. <laughs> so they're like, okay, you're going to be over here with the, with the black kids this week and then with the white kids. This, I'm just like, they don't know what to do with this boy uh-uh. at all. I wonder, yes. I wonder was he yes, the only so Hispanic. That's and, another and thing. Jamie. They supposed to be calling him Jaime, but they calling him Jamie because they don't know, they don't know. Which, which one or what to call the boy. Bless his heart. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh! Oh my goodness gracious! That, that was just like a little funny part. I was like, "Let me tell me." So one week he go outside work, he dog with the black people. So then he lighten up and he go with the white people. <laughs> just don't know. They just don't know. It's all it's crazy. Like, craziness. Poor Jamie. on top of that. But wait, one thing that how Chapter Seven started that got me. Is when Elwood got got out and then he started back, you know, with the work crew and all of that. It, it said that Elwood was whacking the the plants or the, the the trees they had them whacking. He was whacking them violently and harder than everyone else. Mm. And and mm. I, I could mm. that was the angry, the anger coming out of Elwood for the first time. Mm. Like and he had to stop himself and breathe and take breath every time he would do that. And then he'd start back doing it all over again. They said he was hitting it harder than all the other kids. I'm like, that baby is our, it's, it's coming. He finna explode. Yeah. Or he's finna break down. Okay. One of the two. He taking yeah. all that frustration, all that anger, which I'm glad he didn't take it out of nobody in particular. Well, I mean, I probably yeah. would have liked to see him do that. The two people that beat him, I probably would like to saw that. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad he didn't take it out on somebody because that probably could have been even more punishment. I'm sure he probably would have disappeared if he would did that. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, oh my God, y'all, I'm sorry. This is what I've been trying to remember to say from from chapter seven that I found out. Okay. When he was looking through when he was looking through the pamphlet and it was saying about the people, the workers that work there and how, how they wanted that place to be a place. He wanted they wanted people to think that that nickel was not a place that was like prison. It was more mm-hmm. like school school mm-hmm. reforming these boys to be better people. Yeah. But then they said yeah. the whole staff, the whole staff had all been been to prison. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. The entire yeah. staff had all been to prison. That makes me think that maybe that doctor wasn't a doctor. He was he was locked up too. Yeah. It was all, all had been to prison. I was like, y'all got these prison inmates running this entire school. Yeah. I was like, well, no wonder it's hell on earth. And then you have a certain color of prison inmate. Yeah. It was like only, only white. Yeah. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. I had okay. to say that. That's good. Um, chapter eight is Elwood found some books. Uh, girl, found that's some the first British thing I wrote down, child. <laughs> and he always finding like it's funny. He always finding the books. Every time. Always trying to book. He still try to make it into a positive. Oh, I wanted to learn British literature when I went to when I wanted to go to this college. Let me just read these books because these. Like, come on, Elwood. <laughs> I think that gives him peace. That's a, who he as part of who oh, he yeah. is, and that gives him peace. And how he's probably feeling right now, he yeah. needs to have a book. He don't need to be up just thinking. Yeah, he he really don't. He needs a way to cope. Yeah, really that's don't. it for him. And then, like, on top of that, we learn in this chapter that y'all were right. Mr. Goodall, what's his name? He's full of crap. Yeah. Edward is never going to better schooling. 
No, he's never going to move up. And no. even LL would realize that the guy's mm-hmm. full of crap. And he even said, I'm just going to stop asking him because I know I'm never going to get better schooling here. He's mm-hmm. just telling me what I want to hear. Right. And I was like, dang. I know. It would. Oh, so like, he is starting to realize. He's is starting to come to, like y'all said, he's starting to realize mm-hmm. I need to wake up because what I'm thinking is going on is not what's going on. Right. Do y'all remember about the demerits? They talked a little bit about the merited system and how you yeah. can, this is what got me is because they said you can get two two hundred demerits. For jacking yourself off, but if you jacking somebody else off, you only get a hundred demerits. Yes. And I'm like, huh? Yes. What? Yes. That was yeah. This is this is and like who said that? Was that Desmond giving him like the tea on, on was, the merits? I think so. Yeah. Because he kept yeah. telling him like certain things. Yes, like in the certain houses where they were at. And where the white folks at, some things were like not that high on the scale, and, and some were, were lower on the scale on them. Or mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. When, you, when I when I when I was listening, I was like, "What? Yeah. So how is that high lower than me doing it to myself is is higher than doing it to somebody else? Yeah, craziness. Um, uh, Elwood yeah. has has a plan. You know, he's trying to make it through to the other side. He was like, listen, you know, I got to focus. You know, I got to watch what's going around, you know, think about stuff more, maybe about what he's saying more to people, and then, like, plan to get out of here. Like, he's mm-hmm. like, I got to get out of here. This is not going to work for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of this comes from what Turner was telling him in the last chapter, um, mm-hmm. and he's he's seeing it now. He's like, all right, it's being a little bit more clear to him that, the only way he's going to get out of this is just like put his head down and just try to just work to get out of here. Right. So he got that mentality. Well, what you saying, Cece? No, I was just going to say, even that, Elwood even said he thought maybe a part of why his beating was the way that it was is because he requested to have better classes. Yeah. And, and that of him being punished for thinking how Edward put it. Let's get this uppity in words. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so he's even reflecting on that. Like, this is bigger than what I'm thinking that it is. Right. Like, this goes way bigger than what I thought. Mm-hmm. And I really got to watch okay, moving right. forward. And that's why he's not going to ask Mr. Goldwood, whatever his name was, anymore. Mm-hmm. About you. Oh, no, Just read them little, them, real, them little books that's made for two year olds and keep pushing. Yeah. Like Tiffany say, he was talking to Turner. Turner gave him the tea. And I think that beating kind of gave him the motivation to be like, all right, I'm going to do what I got to do. Mm-hmm. Try to get up out of here. But even, oh boy, I'm still thinking it's that Desmond said that, where he was just like, you could do everything right and they'll still come back and get you or, you know. Yeah, it's trouble like, will well, find you. Yeah, trouble trouble's going to find you. him. And it's just like, well, it seems like Elwood is screwed either way. Either way. I'm like how and then he's sick out because he's not like he's sick out too mm-hmm. he's like an easy it's like it's hard for him to even hide 
because now all the boys know what kind of kid he is mm-hmm. right. and that he's smart or he thinks he's smarter than everybody else. He mm-hmm. eats funny. He's like a nerd. So he doesn't blend in with the rest of them boys that are there because their parents really put them in there because they didn't know what to do with them. Right. Or like they, a lot of them boys are there because their mothers are prostitutes and they just needed to be somewhere else away from that. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, it's not it's easy for him to hide. Right. And that's what one mm-hmm. right. really hope the book doesn't I'm hoping this book doesn't end tragically. I don't want it. Yeah. I don't want to be sad. I was I think at this point this is what I'm thinking. I'm like, oh no. This I hope this is not like a bad ending for Elwood. But I know we, we haven't got to about that. I hope we don't get bad for Elwood. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but yeah. He does have a little bit of saving grace when he meets, when he's introduced to Harper and mm-hmm. Turner is, t- Turner gave him like, hey, you should check out Elwood for this community service because he's got a good head on his shoulders. So having him as a friend in there helped out. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds a lot like jail if you ask me community service picking yeah. and, and raking and cleaning and but you know it the the pods well the the only good thing about this community service is they get to be out of the nickel for a little bit and they get mm-hmm. to do odd jobs around town and they picking up you know canned goods and stuff from stores and restaurants and all this other stuff and um so it's a it's a different it's it's good because it's a little bit of a break from nickel in itself right. and it's not as uh is work but it's it's probably like not as much you know work right. as they would have been doing at nickel. I'm just hoping that it's the Harper that's going with them and not one of them other guards or watchers because even when they're working out and doing community service if one of them evil people is with him that any of those things he does wrong when he gets back to nickel they're going to punish him for it or what they think is wrong mm-hmm. right. yeah well they I said uh harper was the one in charge of that right you know doing harper that seemed cool of, though yeah he seems like a cool dude he seemed, he seemed cool i mean he did say yes. that in one point he was like you know you guys are just like me you just ran into some trouble that's all you know right so he he seems like they're he's on their side so right he does seem like that like that's what i wrote down like harper seems cool yeah <laughs> like he don't seem like he's the one to to be snitching or you know right all up on him you know mm-hmm. he, he he taking in my dude little community service like all right y'all ever do what i gotta do but wait harper had a whole girlfriend out in the streets <laughs> right that's why Harper left yeah. him alone. He's like, listen, I gotta go see my girl. I'll be back. Like, y'all can paint this. Y'all <laughs> can paint this little house. Can paint, paint what you gonna paint. I'm gonna see my girl down the way. He's like, well, hold on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank, make sure you get in between the lines. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, are the, the jobs that they're doing for these people, do y'all remember the, um, I think, I don't remember exactly who it was. Oh, the people on the school board are the yeah. people whose houses they're going to to do these jobs for. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure all this has to do with the school board 
um, kind of entrusting this yeah. to Harper and then Harper's trying to just find people he could trust to take mm -hmm. care of the work and get all this mm -hmm. stuff done. So, I mean, yeah. even, of course, everything's all connected. It goes back to the school and all this all other right. stuff. But I think when they dropping off, the, the Arthur makes a point about something about the toothpaste. He was like, mm -hmm. oh, now I see why we don't have any toothpaste. And I was like, yeah. What? Yeah. So I think that's because they're getting all the food and everything that's probably left over from these restaurants. Um, and, you know, of course, they're, I don't understand where the money comes in because they, they, they make a point to say there's money being changed yeah. from the people to Harper. And I'm like, but why? So <laughs> that was kind of right. weird. I didn't get yeah. that. I was like, Err? Yeah, I'm like what's <laughs> happening? So I'm guessing they don't have any toothpaste because they're like, we're not giving you that. We're not. That's not on this. We're not doing this on this load. And they probably never give them toothpaste because it might be something that's um, not kind of like rich people like. But maybe you have to. I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know. know. Like they 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 probably look down on these boys and they don't want them to have certain things. Probably yeah, so. Maybe that's like where it comes from. Up to date textbooks, toothpaste, mm -hmm. maybe proper food. Yes. Back to chapters. Boy told him not to eat. Right. No boy told him not to eat the food, so it's like okay, maybe he's not getting the freshest type of food or yeah. the best food. It could be a whole lot of things. They definitely getting the old food. That's for sure. Yeah. Just just because the nature of that school is like where the bad kids go so why are we going to give them good food no right right they get the trash the yeah. leftovers the stuff that's out of date so right that's crazy yeah it's crazy i like how they gave like how the author gave elwood what you want to call it not the Use the imagery of how Elwood was going to the eye doctor and how they would do the little lens. Oh, yeah. I like that. How yeah. he was saying going from nickel to outside was like looking in the new lens. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, wow. Like he just didn't, like he didn't see somebody like him coming from the outside, then going in, being outside longer than what you've been in, how that short amount of time then changed your whole life and perspective. Yeah. yeah. And you come back out and you're like, oh my God. It's just like this is new. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Wow!" I like the way he he explained that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I wrote that down. I yeah. was like, "Yeah, I like that part." Oh, oh! Don't forget how Edward was waiting for retaliation from Big Mike and the other boys, waiting for them to do something to him. Mm -hmm. And they never did. He said, except for that one time where. One of the boys, he called it hip checked him and it knocked Elwood down the stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, and then the other boy, Corey, that he tried to save, just winked at him. He said it was like they'd all moved on to just guarding themselves again, protecting themselves, mm -hmm. trying to survive pretty right. much. And that shocked him that they didn't try to get back at him because he said he was trying to get ready for that because mm -hmm. he thought them boys was going to, thought they were going to mess with him. Yeah, I really did, and they did. Uh, I didn't think they were gonna mess with him because well, they all got it. You know what I mean? And it's like, all right, yeah, we all, but we they all... gave him a look before they got beat. They gave yeah. him a look like, "Ooh, when this is over." 
Yeah. But then wasn't it Turner that said that they that they do this? They like that kind of stuff. Like yeah, he so, said that's kind of what right. they do. Yeah, you're right. Like, mm, well. Which is why Elwood shouldn't have stepped in because they've been there longer. They know the ropes of what's going on. Elwood's just trying to. Elwood's so innocent. Don't know nothing. Mm-hmm. Green as grass, just walked in there trying to say, trying to say yeah. somebody. Yeah. Um, right. It didn't. Just didn't work. Was there anything what? else in chapter eight? That yeah. Um. Was it Turner? Down. Well, yeah, about Turner. Learn more about Turner and how he ended up back there. I think was that the first time he, or was the second time? You know, he said the he second time. It's the second time, right? Mm-hmm. How he ended up. I like yeah. how they gave more background to him. Yeah. And I was like, okay, because you know, he was just a friend, you know, doing doing soap powder to stay inside the hospital. But I like how we got more background, how he was saying how he was a pin setter at the bowling alley and how he was like, you know, making jokes and being funny with the people that came in there and how the little little black cook kind of told him like, What you up there shucking and jiving? I said, Lord have mercy. <laughs> we know we be using that shucking and jiving. <laughs> shucking and and I, think, I think that just broke his little spirit. You know, he was just like, man, like, I'm just cracking jokes being me. And I think they really broke his spirit. And then he started being all mean. And uh, what did he do? Oh, he, oh, then he got into one of, the, one of the guys, one that one, he did something to that guy. I don't remember exactly what happened. But I'm be, I'm I'm be a little honest with you here. I heard this part and I was just like, yeah, okay. I myself um, didn't really take in a lot from her story because before this part, I was like, wait, who are we talking about now? And then I was like, oh, Turner. <laughs> like, oh, okay, this is his story about how he got here. Okay, cool. <laughs> Well, you know, I can appreciate a little character development. Yeah. You know, just to see how he got here. I don't understand why the people were treating the boys like these are those bad kids from that place. You know, they can't have this and have that. Because if you remember, Elwood said that when they got on the gray bus, this was the only bus that didn't have nickel written on it. It was just a regular gray bus. (laughs) So it wasn't out there where the boys came from. Unless Harper voluntarily would tell them, which mm-hmm. I wouldn't think he did. No. I don't think so. Uh, just, maybe there's just so many people. I can't. I don't. Maybe. Oh, sorry, y'all. Excuse me. Maybe some of them folks know what's really going on. And they yeah. Just turn, and they just turn the blind eye. Yeah, turn the other cheek. I mean, that, that would really make sense because at the time, a lot of. Why people turn the blind eyes? What was going on? Mm-hmm. I mean, I have like what yeah. was going on with African Americans. Yeah, but just turn the blind eye because they ain't gonna be the one white person standing up for black people. Right. So maybe maybe yeah, some of them school what boy people. Yeah. Maybe some yeah. of them school boy people knew what was going on, and they were oh, just yeah. like, "Yeah, don't see nothing." Yeah. All right. Any final thoughts for chapter eight? No. Yeah, I read chapter nine. I didn't really write too many notes on chapter nine, but huh. it was, this was the this was when we found out about like this 
boxing <clears throat> situation. And they put these boys in the ring and they just bet on them. And they said they normally bet on the black kids. Um, and I was like, oh, really? So you, you, you just think that they just gonna win all the time? So that was interesting. But a lot of this chapter had to do with like, uh, I think Big Chet was the was the contender for the white boys. Yeah. And like how he was, you know, kind of a little bit about him, maybe. I think they kind of went into a little bit about him. Um, and then kind of the other kid, which is Griff, mm -hmm. um, for the black boys. And they talked about him and him doing his training and stuff like that. So we find a little bit of a, what do you call it, going on, like the super, was it the superintendent told him to, Mr. Spencer told mm -hmm. Griff yeah. to basically lose, he was like, you should yeah. lose, you know, yeah. and was Griff was right? like, yes, sir, <laughs> you know, and I was right. like, oh, okay, so we just taking L's, all right, 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 even though we could win, all right, so that was interesting, yeah, hmm, also, I forgot part. that since you bought a boxing back from chapter eight, remember remember when they said that um, the guys were listening to, I think some of the workers were listening to the on the radio and they were talking about a fight. So where some some you know the N word named Cassius Clay is going up against such and such, mm -hmm. and he's fixing to get his, his you know what whooped. And I'm mm -hmm. thinking. No, he ain't. Okay. <laughs> and so, no, y'all, they didn't know who Cassius Clay really was yet. Then yeah. they just knew that that he was fixing to fight this white guy that was supposed to be a good boxer. Right. And, you know that how he got to be the greatest of all time and turned out to be Muhammad Ali. Right. Right. So that. Oh wow! I like how he threw that in there. Yeah. Like, right. Like, and how funny it was that they didn't know who he who he was going to be and how good he was. Right. But I'm sure they learned that. I'm sure they learned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that tripped me out. All right. A little foreshadowing got the boxing in chapter eight to the actual boxing match in chapter yeah. nine. Yeah. Right. yeah. I got it. <laughs> but yeah. This was um, so when Mr. Spencer told Griff to lose. Turner overhears this. So then he tells Elwood, because he trusts him, he's mm -hmm. not going to tell nobody else. So he's like, man, did you, let me tell you what I just heard, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. they kind of go through the whole, um, the fight and everything happens. But um, I don't know, this whole, this whole thing, I was just like, wait, what? I, I always, in my mind, I'm like, is this some kind of underground boxing situation? Like, Well, you know what I thought about? Like, when I thought about the boxing, and I thought about the black boys boxing, I thought about that scene from Django. Like, how they was fighting. Yeah. I don't know why they, I, yeah. that's just the first thing that popped mm. in my mind. I'm like, it's around that time frame, and the white, the white people was betting on the black, on which black person was going to win. I know that I know it's a little different because it was a black person and a white guy, but yeah. I don't know why that's the first thing I thought about. But I was just like, Ugh, these poor black kids. And this is something that happened annually. I was like, Yeah, yeah. 
this is, so this is like a sport for y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they'd keep some kids back just so they could fight. Up. Yeah, they, did. they kept that one kid back. He was supposed to graduate. And then he did something. Uh, they they set up something from, that happened to get him in trouble. Mm-hmm. Knocked him all the way down the grub so he can fight. Yeah. I'm like, what? Weird. Axel, that was his name. Yes, Axel. Why? And that's another reason why Elwood is not realizing I may not make it out of this place. Like it's like no matter what you do, if they mm-hmm. don't want you to graduate, you're not gonna graduate. Mm-mm. Especially if they think that you're an uppity N-word mm-hmm. and you're smarter than them. Mm-hmm. And that's what's got me worried about how this is going to end because that's clearly, you know, they don't want you to leave, you're not going to leave. And then I feel like Elwood is friends with Turner and Turner got out and ended up coming back. So it's like, what did Turner do to graduate? You know, because I mean, he had to leave. Oh, you yeah. have to graduate the leave. So it's hmm. like, well, Turner, how did you graduate? In, you know? Yeah. I think Turner and now, that mouth, honey, Turner be giving all the tea. And he says whatever he wants to say. When he, Even when they was in the hospital, he was saying that out loud with the doctor and the nurse can hear him. And they didn't say nothing. No. Like, he don't care. Turner probably went right back out there and was doing whatever he wanted to, mouthing off the people. Mm-hmm. And spraying tea. Probably mm. so. Got up in there. But I just feel like, of course, Elwood, Turner is the closest person that can tell you how to get out of here. Yeah. Because he didn't got out and came yeah. back. But he got out. Yeah. I just hope nothing happens to Turner. I'm going to say that. I'm just going to keep that, going to pin that in there. Just hope nothing oh, happens God. to Turner. No. That's the only friend he got, really. The only point. friend. The only friend. Oh, I hope nothing happened to turn. Oh man. <laughs> but so what y'all so think about, about Griff? Griff didn't throw the fight like he was supposed to. Griff, listen. Griff was disheveled though. Oh he yeah. He got knocked out so many times he forgot what round it was. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he took thought he thought he was still throwing the this whole mission, and then he's like, wait. I didn't realize it. And he's just like, I thought it was the second round. I was like, oh no, this poor baby. Right. He, he, he was so out of it. Yeah, he's out of it. No. I was like, this is horrible. 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 We um we also yeah, find really. out. Go ahead. Go ahead, CC. Go ahead. No, I was just saying poor Griff. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. poor thing. Like went through the most and I'm just like for what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. We also found out what <clears throat> it meant by taking someone out back. I don't know if y'all remember that from this chapter, but he's the Mr. Spencer said if you don't throw this fight, then you're gonna be taken out back. And yeah. Turner, of course, he knows everything. So he's like, Elwood, let me show you what what he means. Okay. And I'm like, look at Turner, school him. Okay, Turner, like, hey, going you on. stick with me. I'm gonna show you some things around here, at Nickel. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you. Um, so basically, that's where you get killed. In, yeah. in a nutshell, they they take you out back, um, and they get put you in shackles, take a whip, beat you, and like they beat you so hard, you you are you're done. Um, and this is also when they started talking about 
you know, most of these boys don't have family, so nobody's going to come looking for them. Um, and yep. they could say that they ran away and stuff and like away. that as well. Um, so unfortunately, that's what happened to Griff. Got the uh, oh, Griff so. took a beating in the ring. You know what? Everybody was like, all the black boys, they were like, yeah, you know, they was excited. Right. You know, they were cheering for him. And for one second, you know, well, not really for him because Griff was just like, no, I didn't realize. But, you know, things were yeah. going great. And then Griff knew. Griff already knew. He was like, I'm finished. Like, I'm done. I'm not going to be here again. But, you know, there was some whispers about, like, maybe um, – what could have happened or whatever from the the black boy's perspective and it was like mm-hmm. um he just wanted to have one last run of it and go out with a bang or something um but it, either way we all know that <coughs> disappeared well he didn't disappear he died and tragically murdered tragically yeah. murdered and i mean that's this is bad this is what i'm just like if you if I don't, Cece, I don't think you read the prologue, but they were talking about bones that they had found in the prologue. I don't know if you remember it, Kiana. But yeah. When I was like, oh, okay, this is the place that they had ran up on where they found these bones. So, and the tail end says they found Griff bones 50 years later. 50 years I'm later. like, what? Dang. Okay, now I got I gotta go back and read the prologue. Jeez. Go back and read the prologue, CC. Prologue. I wrote that. I'm like, bones. Wait, who bones is we finding? Yeah. This was this was intense. Yeah, this chapter was heavy. I ain't gonna yeah. lie to you. This one was heavy. I was like, oh man. Like I had to take a second after I finished. I was like, ooh. Mm-mm. Yeah, this... the ninth chapter was quite depressing. Yeah. It really was. And it was like Pope Griff, because they set him up. He was just picture Griff being like this big, stocky, tough looking dude. Didn't really have an education. You know, mm-hmm. was kind of easily, I'm going to say easily swindled maybe. All he knew how to do maybe was fight for survival purposes. Mm-hmm. And it's like they just took that, they took that, used that against him and he ended up dying. I ain't gonna say dying. They they killed him because he they didn't do what he supposed to do. And the reason why they had that long run of black boys winning. Mm-hmm. It was yep. like we need to get a white winner. Now, yeah. I think the first guy was a white winner, and then after that, it was black right all the way through one. Right. So Obama was like, "Look, we need we need, we need us a white it. winner." Yeah, that's why it. they want. That's why they make it, making them boys throw them fight. Yeah, yeah, he want to throw that fight. Yeah, and it's just like and. It, couldn't even imagine being Turner and Elwood in that moment because they sitting down, they sitting watching, knowing what's supposed, knowing to, what's happen. supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And then, and they're like, is he gonna do it this round? Is is he gonna? Is this right. it? Like, this is a perfect opportunity. That's what he kept saying. They kept saying that. They yeah. were like, okay, but he gonna take it here. He gonna take it here. He never took yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, what's now? Like Turner knew what was gonna happen. Like you knew the outback. I'm gonna take y'all back. He knew what was coming. Yeah. It's just like, oh my gosh, like how did you have sat there and know that and still watch fight go on? Wow. <laughs> See, that's why stuff that is why I say well, even if you do graduate, we come out so broken after seeing all everything that you've seen and gone through what you've gone through. 
especially a kid like Elwood that doesn't think these kind of things happen until he got to that place. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he's just completely was completely not in the mental frame to think that this was normal there. Right. And now he's like, I really, this is really my life right now. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Right. I just want to read a book. I just want to read yeah. and listen to my Martin Luther King records. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to do. Yeah. Just I want to get the best education, not on these little kindergarten books. I want to get the best education I can get. Yeah. And then Stefan out all that was just like a setup. All this that he's going through is just ridiculous. It's like, how did he end up here? It's like, what, yeah. what did you do <laughs> to get here? Like, yeah. what? Like, boys, they come, disappear, and it's like, I wonder, even that's, like, a real truth. Like, you know, because they're saying, oh, they disappeared, or they ran away. Like, okay, clearly they're not running away. Mm-hmm. You know, you're really killing these boys on, these, on, 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 this, on this school. Like, you really are killing them. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad. Our next book, we're going to have to find something funny. You know, when I was reading this, I said, well, we need an uplifting book next time. Yeah. (laughs) We need something powerful and funny, uplifting, because maybe this is is just down. I'm like, why did I pick this book first? But it's it's good. Like, we we see this. It's a a good um, perspective of this and this time and different for what the boys were going through with this school and all this stuff but yes yeah, it's, it's one of them things where you gotta like you gotta do something uplifting afterwards after you read this yeah. you gotta i need a boost yeah you need to boost yourself because man this is heavy. Been done, cause not because if not you'd be done got drunk just sitting through uh talking about it drinking 17 glasses of wine just to get your mind right, because come on, y'all, give me a minute. Let me get the other bottle. Because I almost walked away from y'all. I'm like, I need a refill. So, <laughs> I almost walked away, so like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I almost walked away. But oh my god, I mean, this chapter really sad about by poor girl. See how I usually read ahead? I ain't do that this time. Mm. Mm. I ain't do that this time. Nah. It's like, do I want to see what chapter 10 is going to tell me right now? Girl. I don't know, but we're going to find out, honey. Yes, we are. We're going to find out. But I had to take a break after yeah, chapter I understand nine. that. I had to be like, nope. I'm going right. to schedule it. That's why I say, maybe since we're finishing off the book, I take one chapter every day because reading two and three chapters back to back and all this i'm like Oof. let me just take a let me light some sage or something let me do something here child. Cause I, <laughs> oh my god i can't like, even I imagine to... like i can't even think of like what's gonna happen next like that's what i'm saying and that's why i didn't want to just you know read ahead like i usually do when i read books i don't want to do that right now i don't want to do that this time I'm like I, I'm worried about what's ahead. So I'm going to take a minute and get some good spirits, maybe turn off some Kirk Franklin or something and, 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 and you know, listen, put, put smile on repeat. Oh, yeah. You know, okay. that's something. a good one. Put something. the song smile, repeat, mm-hmm. you know. 
Because, like, yeah. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. But, oh my gosh, we have how many chapters? Five? Was it five? Six mm -hmm. more? Five, five left. Yeah. So, it's like, uh, I'm like, Susie, I don't know what's, what's going to happen. It's like, I don't got no predictions. <laughs> like, Lord, keep, keep Harriet alive, all. please. Keep Harriet the grandma. The grandma got to stay alive. The Elwood ain't getting out. got to stay alive. I need Turner to stay alive and Elwood. They, they got to make it. Like, they just yeah, have they to make it, it out. I'm interested to see how long that Elwood's going to be in here. That's what I'm trying to find out. Like, does he get out? If he gets out, how long was he there? Is he one of those people from the prologue that would come back to this place every whenever anniversary they had? Like, at this point, I just, I need to see if Elwood makes it out, you know? I want yeah. him to. I'm rooting for I want him. Because really he, got, he got the knowledge. He's got, he's got a potentially bright future. But right. it's going to be shaded down because of his experiences here. So I'm trying to, I would need him to get out of this as soon as possible. Right. I wonder, this, you say, I just, wait, pause. They say how long has he been there? I don't think they have. Like so far? No. No. So could so so could you say like Elwood been there for like a couple of days and he already got beat up like that? I don't know. Cause we don't know how long he's been there. So we don't know if it's right. been months. Ooh. Yeah, they don't give a brain. That's even much about worse. Cause I'm like, how much time has been passing by? Like, okay, I'm like, well, dang, is this like day three? He even got beat up like that? Like, you know, no, we know that Grandma said she's gonna come visit him the first Sunday. He's there, so she came within that first week to try to see him. So he had gotten beaten already in the first week because she came to that Sunday after. Mm. But she did say she told the lawyer, the lawyer guy, I'm gonna go see Elwood. Right. The first Sunday that he's there. Okay, so how long in between that and then the next time she actually saw him? Because she came there and right. he was sick. So what about that next time that she right. saw him? How long was that? I don't, know. I don't know if he's coming every Sunday or well, I, don't I don't know. Maybe it's every first Sunday, which that'll be another month. Yeah. I don't know. I hope that, that we come. Is on every first Sunday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe so. Mm -hmm. But I hope we get later on down the line, like, you know, he was here for this many years or however long it was. Who I hope it's not years, Lord. Oh, Ugh. child, I just know it's gonna be years. Oh, I don't, don't see this. That. Look, with the way my perspective is set up, I'm a realist, and I'm like, I can't see him getting out of here in no months. Right. Oh, I hope he don't. I hope he don't be in there for no years, Jesus. I hope that lawyer come through and get him out. I feel like the lawyer is gonna play a big part in what's coming up because mm -hmm. they have to uncover what was going on in this school. Yeah, I'm gonna say because of Elwood, because of Turner. Lord, I hope Turner make it, Lord. But because of Turner and because of Elwood and because of that lawyer and the grandma. All brought to light what was going on in the school. 
So that's why I say I feel like they have to make it. Well. And they don't necessarily need to make it, but I would hope they will make it. Yeah. You said tell the story and it will be gone. Lord Jesus, don't. don't. All, all I know is from the prologue, they said students have found this place. So I don't know from my, in my head when I hear that, I'm thinking Turner, Elwood, anybody else was there. I don't think they had anything to do with this place being um, found by other people. So right. I could be wrong and maybe right. they told them and nobody listened. Maybe that was part of it too, but right. yeah. I don't know if they necessarily have like, look, let me show you. And then, but what really drove the process of, of this getting out was the students finding it and then they kind of blasted it to people and then I think news picked it up and all that sort of stuff. So right. it could be very well possible that the boys, a group of boys have mentioned this before and you know people found out about it and maybe they just couldn't uh, do nothing about it at that time. I don't know. But I feel like Elwood would be the only one that would. Oh yeah for sure. He'd be the one because he's so I feel like okay. he has to be yeah in it somewhere. With the, you know, I feel like he has to. Yeah. Even going yeah. back to how he liked the whole activism point and standing up for stuff, I feel like he's going to be the one that's going to reveal what's going on in this school. That's a very good point. Right. So, just like I said, I just don't know who I'm going to reveal it to. I feel like that lawyer might come in handy, but. All right, y'all. So, what's your predictions for the rest of the book? We we, we gonna finish it up this week. <laughs> I ain't told you my predictions. I well, just, we know how you feel about it. Look, I want I want the boy to get out. I want them all to get out. But the reality of it is, they ain't all gonna get out. So, let's just hope that Elwood and Turner make it out. You know, maybe Harper helps in some sort of way to make this happen. Oh, that's a good point. Cause you know she got a girl. Well, did she make it? I think they had got into it when they were getting ready to see. Yeah. If he has right. a girlfriend still on the out, on the out, maybe he could be telling her what's going on. I also had a thought of what if the exact opposite happens in Harper, and something ends up happening to Harper, and then the boys are not no longer able to do their community service anymore with Harper. I thought about that as I was reading about it. I'm like, man, this dude's too nice. Is something going to happen to him to right. where, you know, this is not necessarily going to be happening anymore with him? Right. Are we going to read the epilogue? Um, yeah, I guess. Okay. I'm going to say that needs to be, that's not for chapter 16. Are we going to add that to the, what they're, we're reading now? If yeah, we do 10 through, 10 through 16, so pretty much 17 chapters. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's seven. Can y'all do seven chapters in a week? Seven chapters in a week, child. Yeah, that's what I'm well, saying. I mean, I, mean, I, we, I mean, I know me and Tiff, we just listening to it, so I know it'd probably be a little faster. Yeah. Yeah, because so, I, I read it. Yeah. I'm sure we can handle that. Uh, well, all right, ladies. It was a good discussion. All right. Um, 
I hope y'all come back. Like, share, and subscribe. Uh, the Red and Wine Podcast on all platforms, Facebook, Instagram. Is that on Twitter? I think I should make a Twitter. I think. Should I go ahead and make a Twitter? <laughs> oh, Lord. And I don't even remember what my Twitter password is because I ain't Look, been on my on, Twitter. It's not on Twitter, but you do Facebook, Instagram. It's all over. Y'all yeah. come back yeah. and listen and let's chat. <sighs> the Nickel Boys. This is this last one, y'all. We're going to finish it up. Can't mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. okay, wait. Oh, my gosh. All right. We'll see y'all. Bye. Bye.